Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, we're finished with Second Chronicles 20 now. Wasn't that a great passage? I, I suggest that you spend some time on that for the balance of your life. I think the Lord will use it often, often to encourage you and reveal a lot of things to you. Uh, I want to go somewhere else today and maybe for the next couple of episodes. I'm not sure how long this will take. But right now, it is literally, let's see what day is, January the 25th, 2021 right now, as I'm doing this podcast. Most of us will be hearing it um, at least sometime after this, maybe later in the day or later in the month, who knows. <coughs> but at this point in time, there's all sorts of interesting things going on up on the land where all of us live worldwide. Some really curious, interesting things. I find them quite exciting. I think that we live in exciting times and that we as believers need to understand that it's not by happenstance that we are alive at this moment in time. It is by the hand of God. We see that in Ephesians 2 because it says that he, he has the work that he's planned for us since the foundations of the earth, the work for today. But, you know, it, it can be sometimes a troublesome time because if you don't keep your focus and keep your attention upon the Lord, if you get distracted by uh, the ways of the world and the conversations of man, it's easy to get drawn down, okay? So I was thinking about some things this week, and there was just a couple of words that were going through my mind, uh, literally. And uh, because people were asking me a lot, well, what do you think about this? Why is this going on? What do you think is happening with this? Well, there's nothing wrong with that conversation. That's great. But what kept going through my mind was that we need to watch and we need to wait. Okay, we need to watch and we need to wait. And so I thought, Lord, somewhere in the scripture, there's a verse that says that. I don't know where it is. Well, guess what? I found it. Aren't computers wonderful? And it's in the book of Micah. Micah, uh, you know, one of the minor prophets, not because of importance, but simply because of the size of his writing. A minor prophet is a shorter book. A major prophet is a longer book. Mm -hmm. And the seventh chapter, the last chapter of Micah, the seventh verse says this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the verse and maybe talk about it a little bit and then probably go back. Well, I definitely go back to the first verse and work our way through to where you see what the context is. But I want us just to see the foundational truth right here of Micah chapter 7, verse 7 says this. <clears throat> but as for me, I will watch expectantly for the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. And I think this is really, really important. So let me just throw some thoughts out related to just this verse right here. And then I'll, I'll share them again down the road, I feel sure. But you don't, don't ever forget this. Repetition is at the heart of learning something, okay? So Micah's making a decision right here. He's saying, you know, as for me, it's a lot like what you see with Joshua, where Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. He said, as for me, here's what I'm going to do. He says, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch. Well, what is he watching for? Well, he tells us point blank. I'm going to watch for the Lord. But did you catch how he's watching for the Lord? He said, I will watch expectantly. Expectantly. And it means to observe, to keep a watch over, to spy out, okay? I'm going to watch in anticipation. I'm not going to watch in a lackadaisical kind of way. I'm going to watch expectantly for the Lord. Well, for the Lord to what? Yeah. Why is he watching expectantly for the Lord? 
He's anticipating, watching expectantly for the Lord to do something. And the first six verses will help us with this when we go back and look at that because it shows the, basically the evil in the land and how every man's doing evil. It is actually such a vivid picture of today, <laughs> particularly within the political realm. You're not going to believe it. So the first thing he's, that he states and declares is, I will watch. I'm going to watch for the Lord, and I'm going to watch expectantly. I think it means that he's going to watch aggressively. And you say, well, what does that have to say to us? What does that mean to us today? We need to do the same thing. And particularly in this relationship, we need to be watching. Uh, uh, Henry Blackaby had a great line with this in his experience in God Bible studies. Uh, look to see what God is doing and join him in it. <laughs> okay? We need to be watching expectantly for the Lord to move and then do what he wants us to do. We need to be watching expectantly for what God is guiding us to do. Not watching in such a way of, well, Lord, I know I'm supposed to be listening to you and I'm walking into the shopping area right here. So if there's anything you want me to say, anything you want me to do, then uh, just let me know. And then we walk through with our eyes cast down. We walk through not even looking at anybody. We walk through like, okay, well, I hope God really doesn't show me anything right here because I don't know what to do if he does show me something. And you go in and you get your groceries, then you get out and go, whoo, that, that's great. Well, God, I was faithful right there. You know, I, I, I was ready, God. I was willing to say something to somebody. I was willing to do whatever you wanted me to do. That great phrase that you see in the New Testament two or three or four times where the disciples would be somewhere and they look over and they cast their gaze upon somebody. Cast their gaze. That's wild because, in other words, they're looking, and all of a sudden it's different. You know, they in one particular instance, James and John, I believe, with the guy that was at the uh, begging at the entry of the temple. Um, it's the silver and gold have I none passage. They cast their gaze. They'd seen this guy dozens, if not hundreds of times. But at this moment, something was to occur. They were living and watching expectantly for the Lord. That's what we're supposed to do, folks. But wait, there's more. I will wait for the God of my salvation. So as we are watching expectantly, we are to wait for the Lord of our salvation, for the God of our salvation. Now, this doesn't mean that we sit back in our rocking chairs and sit there, well, I waited for God. He didn't do anything. He didn't tell me to do anything. You know, I'm just, I'm just hanging out here in life until he comes again. No, no, no. This is a picture of aggressively waiting upon the Lord, going about and doing what he has called us to do, saying what we're supposed to say, but realizing that ultimately he is the source of our salvation and ultimately we are waiting upon him. Now, the last part of the verse is actually two sentences. The last sentence is this, my God will hear me. And you notice what Micah says here three times. I will, I will, God will. He believed this beyond any shadow of a doubt. And uh, as, when we look at the, the verses before and really the verses immediately after right here, it'll give us more insight into it. But I just want to leave us with this thought today. Are we? Well, let's back up a little more. Have we made this decision? And I think this is something that you decide every moment with every breath. that <coughs> You're going to determine, as for me, I'm going to do this. You know what? I can't make you do this. But as for me, I'm going to do this. As for me, I'm going to watch expectantly for the Lord. I'm going to be looking for everywhere where God may be wanting to do something that he may be wanting to use me in helping him do it. I'm going to live that way. I'm going to watch that way. I will wait 
for the God of my salvation. I'm not going to run ahead of my skis on this, okay? I'm not going to do anything in the flesh. I'm not going to do something and be, be a grand and glorious thing and then ask God to bless the great idea that I had. That's what most churches do, okay? They come up with great ideas that they think God will be pleased with. Then they come and say, God bless this right here, your endeavor. And when it sort of crashes and burns, they go, well, I wonder why that didn't work out. Well, because it wasn't of the Lord. Wait for the God of my salvation. Wait for God to direct. Wait for God to reveal. With the understanding, the last part, my God will hear me, that God does hear us. Whatever it is that's on your heart right now, take it before the Lord. He hears you. Watch expectantly for him. Wait for him, remembering that he is the one that is the source of our salvation. And know that he hears you. Watch, wait, and see what the Lord does. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.